Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, it's the year of the lower left first molar, 2019. <laughs> there you go. One of my favorite one of my favorite years because 19 is maybe my favorite tooth to work on. Oh, really? You've you've you, picked favorites. Is is that because of the meridian? Yes, because of uh, <laughs> because of its involvement with the spleen or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah. No, it, it's just like if I had to prep a crown on one tooth, uh-huh. 19 might be the one I would go with. Oh, all right. Fair enough. What, what about you? What would be your, if you had to pick one tooth to work on? Yeah, I probably do number three just because there's no tongue involvement. And, yeah. Uh, so a lot of people default to maxillary first molars, and my uh-huh. problem with them is those deep contacts. You know, sometimes those interproximal contacts are like three millimeters subgingival, and you're like still in contact to number two. Yeah. That's, that's I, my problem with that. I just get a big old diamond flame burr and just, just recontour that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I it's got an not, open contact. It's not iatrogenic damage if you've done it on purpose. If it's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I love that motto. I that meant be, to do it. <laughs> that should be like freshman operative motto. Uh-huh. It's not iatrogenic if you did it on purpose. We should oh, make a t-shirt God. to go with the yes. period on us. I love it. I love it. How was your Christmas, Lance? It was pretty good. You yeah. know, I, I learned years ago, just lower the bar and it, their expectations are just fine. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a really good way to go about it. We we took last week off. Um, I hope you guys yeah. don't mind. The biggest issue was that I didn't have a quiet spot in my house uh-huh. to be able to record. I mean, that was really kind of what I ran up against. So yeah. Yeah. the entire house was full of Andrea's family, which is great. They're fine. You know, they're great people. Totally mm-hmm. fine with that. But including the office where her brother was camping um, yeah. in the office. And, and so, you know, and, and even if I would have kicked him out, like... You guys hear my dogs in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> this would have just been a constant buzz in the background of just yeah. like people yelling at each other. So, um, yeah. and we decided, hey, it's it, with Christmas being on a Tuesday, it's weird because it just the, the it week did. is just weird. Yeah. It's very it weird. And next week or next year, I think it's going to be weirder, right? With Wednesday. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, we'll be taking the full on two weeks off. It, it's just, there's no way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I, what's the best day to have Christmas on? I think it's, I think it's Thursday. Thursday or Friday. Out. Probably Friday you have a whole or Saturday. Weekend after, yeah. Yeah. Saturday sucks because it's just, a, I mean, from a business standpoint or whatever, you don't right. really miss any production if you have a Friday, Saturday, or a Saturday or Sunday Christmas. Um, right. But Friday's nice. You get Christmas Eve, so you work Monday through Wednesday, Christmas Eve off. Yeah. Friday, you're going to be off anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Wednesday is a weird one. Um, we get the same problem like with Fourth of July being a Wednesday. Because you, you yeah, end up just take the week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like a, a Thursday or Friday, 4th of July, too. Exactly. How was your New Year's? 
Uh, not too bad. Um, you know, I we went up to a friend's place and they were playing this game that you use your phone through the uh, the internet, but the game is on your Xbox and it's called uh, Quiplash. And uh, okay. it was it was hilarious because you're all voting. You you answer a couple questions, then you vote on which one's the funniest, and use your phone to. So it's uh, like a Cards Against Humanity, but an electronic exactly, version. Yep, yeah, exactly what it was. And so that was a lot of fun. Rang in the new year, and then um, and my wife uh, had too much to drink, or we she mixed some nice. uh, alcohols, so uh, let her sleep on a different bed with a bucket, and I went to bed. Yikes! <laughs> and yours? I gotta tell you something, Lance. Okay, it's. What is today? Tuesday? I think so. I'm trying to figure out if it's late enough or early enough in the week where I can use a swear word. Ah, fuck I it. fucking hate New Year's. <laughs> I, it's the stupidest, dumbest holiday there is. I, uh-huh. I hate it. It's my. Le- it has always been, I think, the poorest excuse for holiday. It's the first of the month. Like, it's just another first of the month. Yep. So everyone that walks around for the next two weeks saying Happy New Year, like, are you going to say the same thing to me? Like, Happy New February, Happy New March, Happy yeah. New April. Like, it's it, it means nothing. And, and what I think rubs me the wrongest way about New Year's is all the idiots who are like, New Year, New Me. Like, right. bitch, you've been saying that same shit for the last five years, and you're the same exact loser you've always been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's just from a prag- from like a pragmatism and a uh-huh. stoical standpoint. It's a bullshit holiday. It's a total bullshit holiday. For sure. For so sure. I, I don't celebrate it. I don't. I mean, I'm not like such an ass that I work on New Year's Day. Like not the only dentist in the world that does that. Right. Um, but we worked until like three or four yesterday. Oh, did you? Yes. It's, it's, it's the 31st of the month. Like I have production that wants to get knocked out. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just... I, I I guess I could see it would be as if there was a religion that you had no interest in whatsoever, like their religious holiday. Yeah. Right? And that, that's yeah, exactly right. how I kind of feel about New Year's. It's like, it's a nothing. Like, all right, I can't go to the doctor, or right, there's some things I can't do because it's closed. But other than that, like, I don't get, like, the best part about New Year's is the bowl games. And then they yeah. made them all, like, for two or three weeks before the before New Year, like there's now there's only like four games on New Year's Day. Yeah, it used yeah, to be like true. a bukkake of college football. Yeah, for sure. We we normally uh, work between Christmas and New Year's. This this yeah. year, just because of being the Tuesday, just kind of screwed it all up. I'm like, I'm not going to go in on a Monday and then have the rest of the week off, or Monday yeah. and then then a Wednesday. It just I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> I mean, well, it, how did, did everybody show up? We worked yeah. on New Year's Eve a couple years ago, and it was like the biggest waste of a day that we ended up closing early, and, and I hated the people that showed up, so I, that's when yeah. I swore off. I had two hygiene patients fall off, but all of my production showed up. Wow. Okay. So it was a decent day, you know, closed off the year. Yeah. Um, the, now, I said that, you know, college football bowl games got ruined because they don't have, you know, there's only four games on uh-huh. New Year's Day. Yeah, both of our teams are playing today. Not playing yeah. each other, but you guys are in the Rose Bowl. You guys uh-huh. in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, um, and your daughter's team was here in San Antonio. I know. I thought about with, you through the whole game. Uh, yeah, yeah, with um, Mike Leach and the, and the um, the Mustache Man um, uh-huh. M- Minshew. 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 Yeah, uh, they, they took over the Riverwalk and they won the Alamo Bowl. Uh, and then my team, the Longhorns, played Georgia. Let me. 
let me just give you a little uh, update of that game before the game has even started. We're what, five hours away from that game starting, uh-huh. and Georgia's already up forty-two to nothing. Like this is not going to go well for te- Georgia's like the third best, second best, third best team in the country. Yeah. Texas is like nine and four. This is the only hope that Texas has is that the Georgia people are just so pissed for not making the playoff. Yeah. That they don't show up for this game. That's the only chance. That or, we have. or some senior that doesn't want to get injured before the NFL draft. And so they just sit uh, it out. The whole team does that. Yeah. Maybe that would be great. That would be really good. Uh-huh. That would, that would help. Um, yeah. I, I, had I thought that we had a chance of winning, I probably would have gone to the game. And I have a, a good friend that went to Georgia. Uh-huh. Shouts to my good buddy, Larry Doherty, um, who practices here in San Antonio. And I had, had a discussion with him like, hey, do you want to go? Uh-huh. And his wife is literally like 38, 39 weeks pregnant. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, wait a second. No, like I'm making this decision for you. We are not going to tempt fate because what's going to yeah. happen is we're going to get stuck here. And it's like their first child mm. and she's going to go into labor and it's not like this is going to end badly for you over for a sure. bowl mm-hmm. game that means nothing. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's a no win. Have you ever been to the Rose Bowl? Not to it, no. It's, it's, it's on my bucket list. Yeah, you. It, if your team ever, and this is for anybody out there, and now like Ohio State and USC, it's a little bit different because you guys see, like those are schools that seem to be in it a fair amount. Uh-huh. If your team ever makes the Rose Bowl, go. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Like the weather is perfect. It's warm yeah. during the day. It's cool at night. The stadium's amazing and beautiful. And just the whole atmosphere of Pasadena that day, it's just great. It's just a great, it's a great American sport experience. And the pageantry around it is great. And it's just, it's, it's a great, it's a something that if your school is there, if you're watching it on TV, you're going to regret not going is, is, yeah. is what I, is what I feel. And so just cough it up and, and do like a little vacay and spend three or four days there. You can fly in and out of LA really easy. It's great. It's great. So next time UW is there, you got to go. Uh, that's, or that's Washington the plan. Or, or Wazoo, if Wazoo goes. Um, yeah, they, they go once like every 67 years. So yeah, yeah, so you just, it's like Haley's <laughs> Comet, man. It's coming back around, you know, just, just uh-huh. wait for it to show up. Well, I, you know, thanks for our listeners for, for bearing with us as we took a week off. Um, I found most podcasts took the week off last week. I, we, I didn't have a bunch of new episodes of anything last week. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of like best of episodes and we just weren't going to do that. Um, mainly because it's a lot of work and we don't have mm-hmm. like an inter- intern to, mm-hmm. to turf that shit onto. <laughs> if, exactly. you're, if you're a dental student who's good at editing and you want to be our intern, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a request for our listeners, Lance. Okay. We are doing our second live show ever. At Voices of Dentistry. I believe yep. it's, it's a January 26th. Is that the date? Yeah, I think so. It's the Saturday of, of VOD. So VOD is uh, the 25th and 26th. And I believe we're in the, like the middle of the afternoon. Uh-huh. Um, kind of a uh, kind of a dessert, so to speak. We're not the very last show in town, um, but we're towards the end. Uh, and I think for good reason. We're, we're the sort of comedic relief. Right. Um, so we need questions. Now, I have two rules for questions for live shows. Do you, do you remember any of these rules? We may have, have briefly no talked about it before the indie show. Rule number one is no bummers. I don't want to question. Like, you remember that one time I was real depressed and thought I was a really horrible dentist? Uh-huh. That's not a great live show question. No. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> right, right. 
So we don't want any bummers. Um, and it'd be great if you're going to be there. If you're going to be at VOD, come up with a question for us and send it to us. The more questions, yeah. the better. Because um, it'd be great to do instead of three questions and spend 15 minutes on each one. Uh-huh. It would be great to do seven questions and spend three minutes or four minutes on each one and just really have have some fun with that. So yeah, those are always but like my brother, my brother, and me when they do their live shows and they, someone yeah. has a Yahoo from the audience. Those are always great. Yes, yeah. And, and now I have Lance. I found what might be the most quintessential working interferences Reddit question of all time. You have seen it. I have. We were going to do it today, and I just said no. No, we, this this I've got to we've got to savor this one, Lance. So I think it's got, best. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of Reddits Reddit. chimed in and ready. But mm-hmm. I would love some questions from people who are going to be there. Now, if you have a great question and you're not going to be a VOD, don't let that stop you. Because um, yeah, we send you know, it anyway. We st- we, yeah, still still send it. Uh, but if you are going to be at VOD, put it in the question. Like, hey, I'm going to be a VOD, or just you know, at the end or something like that in your signature yeah. line, say that you're going to be there. Because um, I think it would just be great. It would be great to have. Um, the people who who wrote in the questions maybe come up and uh-huh. and and read them you know read the question. I, I know the, there's just lots of stuff we can do, and, we, and and having great questions is what makes the difference. So for sure, yep. um, send us your questions. Working interferences at gmail dot com um, for VOD. We are really looking forward to it. We hope we're going to get to meet a lot of you guys there. Um, a lot of our listeners there. I think we are. I've gotten I've gotten some some word from a lot of people that are going to be there. So yeah. I'm flying in late Friday night, and I'm, like, jetting back out Saturday night after, like, at 5 or 6 o'clock or so. So I'm not there for a whole long time, but Lance and I, I, I think you and I are going to probably try to knock out a couple episodes while we're there. That'd be good. What do you think? Yeah. We've only ever done one show in person. That's right. That was the Indie Live show. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how, how we work in person. But I thought the Indie Live show was great. I, I did, too. It was fun. It was really great. So good, good. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? No. Yes. It's back. (laughs) We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best way to cut overhead in a dental office? Because we all know that gently removing your gloves for reuse and reusing them is the greatest money saver of all time. We want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen or Roger Levine could not answer. Could you imagine if Roger Levine like started recommending that? Oh, my God. With that being said, question one comes to us. Lance, I think this is our first question ever from someone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, you know, it, the odds are, um, I think you're right. I don't think we have any other questions from somebody in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Question one comes from Jimi Hendrix. Hey, Joe. I mean, Josh and Lance. That reminds <laughs> me of like, uh, I, I don't know why, like when I read that, I read that in, in my mind, like in a Russian voice. Like, <laughs> hey, Joe, why are you walking around with that long capitalist smile on your face? Like I don't know. Like I don't know why. I, like, I don't know why yeah. that popular. Yeah, something is wrong with you. I, I yeah, apparently. <laughs> a year ago, I needed a crown. I'm a new dentist in town, and I made a few friends, but I didn't want to impose on them and ask one to do it for me. 
So I asked a local specialist who I trust, and she suggested a GP a couple of towns away. He's a Panky Dawson Spear trained guy. That's a lot of training. Uh, so I figured everything would be fine. After my crown was done, it never felt right, especially the bumpy margins. So I had my hygienist take a bite wing, and I noticed the distal margin is on old, crappy filling material, which itself is an overhang with an open margin. God. Finally, I asked a friend to redo it. It's much better now. He took photos of the buildup and prep for the previous dentist, and it did not look good. The first dentist didn't use loops or a headlight. I paid $1,800 for the original crown, and that was after a professional courtesy was given. What would you have done? Gone back to the original dentist to redo it? Ask for a refund? Not say anything. Thanks for advice, Little Wing. Wow. This is tough. This is a tough look for the old dentist. it, It goes to show that no matter what you're training, you can still suck. Yeah. How, all right, so this guy has been to Panky Dawson Spear. Uh-huh. They How, don't spend a whole lot of time on the simple things. They spend no, time they on don't. the bigger they, <laughs> Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly not like, there's not a ton of prep design or whatever. It's all like, no. you know, diagnosing and managing worn dentition and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. However, could you imagine doing all of that continuing education? I mean, if you were going to go do, let's say you're going to do a, a, a Dawson, Pinky, and a spear course over the span of a year. You would spend thirty grand on that, I would oh, yeah. guess. Easy. Easy. And yet you don't have two grand for loops? Yeah, that was my the first thing that jumped out. I <laughs> I I don't trust any dentist that doesn't wear loops. And if it's only two point five, I still question what they're seeing. It's it's gotta be powerful enough. The only so if you don't use loops but you walk, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I don't know. And then they walk into an operatory and sit down at a microscope. Like, okay, right. Oh, oh sure. Got yeah. it. That's, That's the only scenario, right? Where it's yeah. like a dentist that doesn't wear loops. That God. Could you imagine prepping a crown without loops? I, I don't, I honestly don't know as if I could do it. I don't no, know as I, if I, I would actually start on it. No, I, I actually, the other day I had, how's this? I, uh, l- luckily I have two pair because I, needed to get one fixed and uh, replaced yeah, it and you, never you got to have backups you absolutely have to have a backup and, and one of the lenses i've designed for vision and uh, the 6.0 through through the lens thing 6.0s jesus lance oh yeah i i, I see a lot and, and the, the one of the lenses the just the outer glass dropped out so then i'm looking like, like on my hands and knees <laughs> looking for this thing and uh, Jerry, Jerry Riggett, MacGyver it to, to, to work again. But for the brief moment when I couldn't find it, I was like, I got to cancel my schedule. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do a damn thing without these. Uh, or at least what I, it would be Helen Keller dentistry at that point. And so I'm not going to do but that to I, my patients. Like I would feel so uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. That I just, I, I, it wouldn't be, I don't think, from any sort of only the best for my patients like an imperious sort of thing no 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 it would be i am so uncomfortable doing this that it it's making me like thinking about trying to prep a crown on a posterior tooth without my loops and light makes me physically uncomfortable thinking about it yeah yeah i i one time i i I don't know where my loops were but i went to do a hygiene check and i went reached for my chest because i have them on the croquis and uh it wasn't there and I thought, well, uh, I'm not going to get up and go find them. So I, I looked without loops, 
It's I, terrible. It was dumb. It was it was a waste of time, and and I tried to play it off like, yeah, you look pretty good, and I just hope my hygienist wasn't going to shoot me the look like, what? Look what at all that. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Doctor Timberman? <laughs> She's going to Seattle protocol your ass after <laughs> exactly, that. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> um. Okay. So this is an interesting thought because you know I. This would be much tougher if it was like, oh, this guy is my mentor, and I've learned so much from him. And then lo and behold, look at at least this isn't that, right? This isn't that kind of deal. This Mm -hmm. is um, shitty dentistry done by someone who was referred, you were referred to, but that doesn't, you know, this is just one of those goes to show, like, just because you have... Just because you've done CE doesn't make you good, right? That's kind of where, where this goes to. So Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix here um, asks, "What should what should he do?" Well, I, I, I think I, I would have gone fix back. to this. Yeah, would have the, my fix to this would have been not if you walk into his office and he doesn't have loops on. I'm not letting him cut a crown on me. Yeah, that's why. I mean, like, that's how it, in a time machine I would have fixed this. Right. Yeah. Do you have a problem with him asking for a refund? Yeah, I wouldn't ask for a refund, but I, I, I would have, well, I wouldn't start with that. I would have gone to him saying, hey, it isn't right, and then give them the chance to, to make Redo it right. Redo it without loops? Well, <laughs> you already paid the 1800 bucks, so. Here's the, I don't think I would have asked for a refund, but I would have sent him, like, I would have taken pictures and images and all that shit, and I would have, like, look at what you did. Just FYI, this is what you're doing. And then, uh, that, however, that conversation went from there. I think I would have been amenable to, because if if I did that for somebody, if I did a crown on a dentist, which I have mm-hmm. several dentists' patients, it sucks. Uh-huh. It's my one of my least favorite things. Same. Um, but if if this happened and a dentist, I did a crown on a dentist, and they came back to me like, "Here's what was underneath it. Here's where the margin was. Look at this radiograph." I would, without question, I'd give them a check back. Yeah, yeah. I, I if I was presented with that, for sure, I, I uh, would have given the money back too. I, I'm just, I don't know that I would have sent the documents. There's no way it can come off other than accusatory, and I just, I, I, I avoid conflict if I if I can. I, I have I enough it, of it. But I would want to know if I did this to another dentist, yeah. and I left them, and and this, ha- I, I would be mortified, and I would want to know. For at least for the opportunity to either number one make it right or at least give them their money back so they could go in their town or whatever and, and make it yeah, right. Yeah, probably the treating dentist. It probably comes off better if the treating dentist sends it to the maybe other so. guy and yeah. says, "Hey, look what you did to this guy. You suck, and uh, you should buy some loops." Yeah, and I don't. I, mean, I probably wouldn't play it that way. Maybe <laughs> I might just say like, "Hey, just thought you should know." Um, man, I, I cut off on your old crowns, and and this was kind of what was going on with it. Yeah. It, you know, just as, as light as that, like, hey, just just thought you should know. Um, that's kind of what I would think about I, if it were me. Um, yeah, this is tough. This is really tough. I mean, I'm glad that the tooth is feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, do you now discount what the specialist, like, do you now sort of start judging that specialist yeah. for saying this guy's so great? Yeah, you start wondering, why do you, why did you think this guy was so good? Yeah, because no, I'm assuming the specialist has seen their work and come in, come through, and is judging them uh, based on what they've seen. So, if this is an example, then yeah, this specialist yeah, may not tough. really be that good. Do you want to know like what a, what one of my career highlights is? No, 
it's so stupid. It's such a like stupid little thing, but you might be able to appreciate it, and some of our listeners might be able to appreciate it. I have one endodontist that I really like working with. He's a young guy. Um, he's right around the corner from me in my office. Uh-huh. He's very conservative. Like He follows this kind of philosophy in endodontics uh, that's set forth by this guy named John Cotomy, K-H-A-D-E-M-I. He's friends with uh, Cotomy and uh, David Clark are good yep. buddies. Yep. And so it's all about like minimally invasive accesses and uh-huh. these tiny little accesses and he just puts a lot of thought and care in the design of it as opposed to just like blowing shit open, right? Right. Um, and like hogging out teeth, which is kind of what, what we used to do and what I was taught to do in dental school. Uh-huh. And so I love working with, with Cade. His name's Cade Rowdy. He's a really good really good endodontist he's just great like i've never had a patient complain about he's just awesome Uh never had anybody come back and complain of pain or anything and he had he was he was in the he's a young guy just in the army for a few years like where that's where he did his residency and whatnot Uh and so he had like an old gold inlay on number five and i got him totally like blowing out his hippie like (laughs) totally (laughs) blowing it out but i he reviewed me on yelp uh, and he gave away all these details, so I feel like it's on on Yelp. Okay. And he he called me wanting that restoration. It needed to be replaced. He called me wanting that restoration replaced. And like endodontists see everybody's shit, right? Yeah, I mean, they like do. that's they, they see everybody's preps. They see everybody's yeah. you know shitty composites and all of that. Um, and he like he picked me out of all the people that refer to him. He came to me to replace that, and it was awesome. It was great. And then guess what happened to the tooth ended up needing endo, which was really great. Of course. Oh, God. You had to have seen that coming. That was that was a uh, like paging Dr. Murphy, right? Like yeah. that's Murphy's law, like Absolutely. at its finest. That's there's no doubt about it that that's what's was, happening there. For sure. In my defense, it was cold sensitive before I started on it. Uh-huh. Right. I need, and need it to was see like lingering for a few it. seconds. <laughs> Um, so it wasn't like, it wasn't perfectly healthy. And then, and then uh-huh. I got a hold of it, but just, just, to have just laying that out there. But I treat yeah. a couple other least, specialists. How do you sleep? Fine. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we think, um, Jimmy, talk to your, your, your buddy, the new guy or the, uh-huh. the dentist that replaced it and maybe have them just slide into this, uh, old dentist's inbox with, Hey, yeah. just heads up. Just a heads up. Just a heads up. This is kind of what happened, blah, blah, blah. No talk of refunds or anything. But, man, if he offers to give you your money back, take it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Take it. So I, I don't know if I would start World War Three over this, but I may have no. the dentist who replaced it, your friend, just slide in slide in this old guy's inbox and say, hey, yeah, this is what I found. Just FYI. I just can't imagine not, not wearing loops. I know. I, uh, it's just weird. Jesus. Really strange. All right. Question two. John asks, we had our office Christmas dinner last Friday, and I'm assuming this was from a couple weeks ago. We have a small office, me plus five employees. Office memo has been posted for over a month. Time was clearly 7.30 p.m. Get a text from one employee at 6.20 asking if anyone is there. Other employees chime in that the party starts at 7.30. She says, okay, well, I screwed up then and was actually on time for once in my life. I'm not waiting here until 7.30, so you guys have a good time. And then left. Other employees suggested that she go goes home 10 minutes away and comes back. She has not come to many of our office outings using different excuses every time. Not as much of a team player, but a good employee. I give our bonuses in May. For Christmas, I give a cash gift. 
I don't feel like giving the gift to her this year because honestly, I feel like she had a shit attitude and ruined the mood for everyone else. I had to refocus everyone and say that we were here to celebrate the ones who are present and not let her bad attitude ruin the night. We did ultimately have a good time. Am I being a dick? Is John being a dick? No, John, you're not being a dick. I 100% agree. The one who's a dick is the person who ghosted you. And you know what? There's no evidence to suggest that they were actually at the party. Right. No one was there to see it. They might have been in bed and saying, I need a good excuse to get out of this party. Oh, here's what it is. I'll text and pretend that I'm there an hour and 10 minutes early. Yeah. And then say, I'm going to leave. And then no one knows. No one's the wiser. This is a shit move by this employee. This, yeah. this kind of stuff pisses me off. This the, is like what gets, when we try to do nice things and they just shit all over it. Yeah, this is where Seattle Protocol um, is 100%. useful. Uh, How good of an employee do they have to be to get like to deal with this bad attitude? Let's they, assume they're an assistant. How good they, of an assistant? That, that, that doesn't exist. I, I wouldn't tolerate this kind of non-participation in, in being a team player. I, I've yeah. been around enough to, to see if, if they were a new hire. I know where this is going to lead, and it's it's the Seattle Protocol. So let's just do it now. Uh, we actually took I took everybody to Hawaii for the ADA convention uh, way back in '99, and nice. I'm, I'm never doing nice. that again. I know you told me about that deal. So you had somebody quit on you, like while you were there. Uh, that was recently when we went to Miami. Oh, so. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it kind of proved the point. You know, every I keep learning the same lesson over again. That yeah. you know what? Well, I mean, that's you know, that's like a, a, that's a big thing. That's traveling, a, you yeah. know, across an ocean or whatever. Sure. So I, but this is like it's one night. It's a freaking Christmas dinner. Yeah. Show up. Don't show up at any. If you show up an hour early, screw it. Sit at the bar and get a fucking drink. Like, I, I don't. I don't understand. I'm not sitting here for an hour. It's six thirty. What are you going to do anyway? Exactly. You got to eat. So are you going to go through a Whataburger drive-through on your way home? Yeah, that's a regional fast food uh, place here <laughs> in Texas. For anybody that's not familiar, um, did you do a Christmas party this year? Uh, no, we went to lunch. Everybody, it, it's hard to get everybody. Oh, yeah. It's hurting cats. So we we did a nice lunch and um, went back to work afterwards. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a tough look for my guy Lance. Because that means no drinking, no. Man, oh no, that's uh, they all had drinks. Just, just what? one. Really? Just one. Just one. You're wow. not gonna be sloppy after one. So speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> the, the, the old play, the office I used to work at before I opened my own practice. They would do uh-huh. that shit. They would go and get margaritas at lunch. Like, what the uh-huh. fuck are you guys doing? What are you doing? Oh my god, I that's would not funny. do that. Um, I don't know. I'm from the generation of like the drunk, the the mothers against drunk driving generation, uh-huh. where if you like literally smell a glass of wine, you can't drive for three days. Like that's sort of <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we did. So I offered my team, I offered my team a few different things. Uh huh. I asked them. I said, "What kind of you know?" At, at a morning huddle, I said, "What kind of party do you want?" And, mm-hmm. and it became pretty apparent that they all wanted something that their families could be involved with. So not just significant others, but kids as well. So that mm. automatically, like, all right, that sort of means it's a certain kind of party. Right. It means like no strippers, you know, no blow. No, I like still could. Yeah, yeah, I guess like yeah. back room, back sure. room, little VIP room uh, while the kids are playing uh, skee ball. 
<laughs> I don't think they have a VIP room at Chuck E. Cheese, but they should. They it's absolutely the should. I mean, come the on. janitor's closet. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Fabuloso in here. Fabuloso and cocaine. Yeah, Again. Dirty underwear. Um, <laughs> so I came up with the idea. We have a zoo, a, a good zoo in San Antonio, and they have this thing called Zoo Lights where uh-huh. they have Christmas lights all over the zoo, and it's open after hours, and you can go and walk around and look at the lights. And, yeah. you know, sometimes the animals are out and moving around, and so you can see that and yada, uh-huh. yada, So I contacted the zoo and had everything set up, and the zoo has, like, a, a party room and they can cater it with, I'm sure, shitty catering food. <laughs> and uh-huh. here came the kicker. It was $65 a person, no kids menu. So a, a two-year-old huh. kid was going to be 65 bucks a head. Oh, wow. Now, now, here's the deal. They got free admission into the zoo and zoo lights. Guess how much that ticket is? Seven dollars. Okay. Seven bucks. So we're paying $53 for shitty catering from like the zoo. Like how good is that going to be? And so I told them like, hey, and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. serving animals from the zoo on your plate. (laughs) Yeah. This is a wild African rhino. This is the last one in existence. Uh Yeah. Enjoy. (laughs) Um, It's coated in miso. It's great. (laughs) Um, So I asked, I I told them, I was like, hey, this is a zoo lights thing. And they're all... Joked. They were all really excited about it. And then I said, like, but it's super expensive. And if we do this, that means less bonus money. Uh-huh. And so they were like, oh, yeah, no, we don't want that. <laughs> so I told them, I was like, all right, well, I've put enough effort. I put enough mental effort into trying to set all this stuff up. You uh-huh. guys figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And so they came up with the they had a um, breakfast for dinner pajama party at my office manager's house. Okay. And she cooked everything. Um, and it was actually fun. I was, I had, I had qualms or I had reservations. It was like, all right, if this is the party you guys want, your huh. reservations. Um, and sure enough, it was, it was fun. It was fun. But like, even then I got a text that day from one of my employees that was like, they were sick. Their whole family was sick. So there was, you know, her and her husband and two kids not going. And it was like, huh. you know. If we're doing a party that's involving kids and then two of the kids don't show up, like, yeah. So it made me just like, all right, next year we're not doing anything that involves kids. Like, get a babysitter for a night. Yeah. You can get a babysitter for one freaking night. One night. How much does that cost you? 20 bucks. It's fine. Um, you know, for, for you to be able to go out and, and have fun. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Christmas parties are always a pain. We quit doing significant, significant others as well. So even when we're doing dinners and stuff, it's just staff only. Uh, it's been too awkward. Yeah, it's a tough, that's a it, tough deal. It's, that's a tough line to draw. Uh, At least it, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it was, it was an easy one. Uh, and now it's just established. That's the way it is. No one, no one blinks. It's, it's just not a non-issue. Wow. Good for so, you. Yeah. Yeah, bigger balls than I do for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's. I, I think the answer is already like when you don't want to give this person a gift that you're giving everybody else, it's time to get rid of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what do you do? Like, I she would have to be the best dental assistant in the world. I, I, to want to put up with this, and even then, like she's even bringing then. everybody down. You've got to pep. You've got to pep everybody up. How oh. good is she? Well, the, the thing How is, I, I've, what I've seen over the years is that that poisonous member affects so many other people. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, that poisonous member. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me think of like a um, 
Cyanide dick? Pornographic <laughs> Disney uh, interpretation of the one where they have the poisonous apple. Which one is that? Snow White. Snow White, yeah. <laughs> that poisonous member. Uh-huh. Jesus, Lance. My mind is <laughs> Yeah, fried. it is pretty, pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, that, I, they affect so many things you don't realize until they're gone, and then you realize how, what damage they've been doing that you, it was kind of under the radar. So if you're already seeing this part, there's so much more going on. They're just better off gone. You have far more experience with relieving employees than I have. <laughs> I, I do. But I mean, I the, typical, the typical response is always, as soon as it's done, you're like, Jesus, why didn't I do this before? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I feel yep. like that's what's going to happen here. Yep. And plus, it's going to get out. This person's going to find out that the other people got a gift, and she didn't. Yeah. And yep. then she's going to be like, on a like, it's like destructo vision time. Like she's going to, tra- she's going to transform into the Optimus Prime of yeah. of pissiness and and yeah. passive aggressive bullshit. And and it's just going to be a, a real bitch to be around. Like I don't, I'm not calling her that word. I'm just saying the situation's a bitch. Yeah. Um. You just got to move on, James. Just mm-hmm. just Seattle Protocol. This woman. It's, it's time. That it's seems time. to be our response for a lot of stuff. It really does. <laughs> but a lot of times it's like, I don't. I just don't think I would put up with that. Like, well, you're. I, you're how many answer, stories, you've already answered your own question. Yeah. How, how many stories do you have of, of other people that try to make it work, this poisonous person, the poison member, that they keep trying to make it work <laughs> and eventually months go by and they finally let them go? Man, that, that's a whole lot of – time is money. You, you lost yeah. out on a lot of things, uh, plus quality of life. Yeah, and, and you, know, you never know when that right person for your practice is looking for a job right now. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, uh, the same could be said the other way that that the right person is looking won't be looking for a job for three months or whatever. But the longer you have the position open, the better chance you have of finding the right person. So just putting up with somebody because you don't have a replacement or whatever, I don't think is the right way to deal with anything. Right, I totally agree. So I think, man, did we actually give some good advice, Jesus, Lance? What are we doing? Uh, it's a new year, new you. <laughs> I hate those posts so much, Lance. I hate them. Oh my god. The funny thing about the new year new me person is uh-huh. they're always like I've never seen a CEO of a company say that. Uh-huh. Never once. I've never I don't even know a CEO of a company that celebrates New Year. You know where CEOs of companies of like huge corporations are on New Year's Eve? They're in bed at 10 o'clock. You're the CEO of a corporation. Like, yeah, yeah. They're not posting memes about how bad 2018 was to them and how great 2019 is going to be because yeah. like, that's it's just the same <laughs> shit every year. Stop. Uh-huh. Just stop looking at it that way and just focus on on getting your shit done and move on. Like, Stop yeah. saying, like, oh, just because the year says 2019, now you need to do something different. Like, You need to uh-huh. do something different for you, not because it's 2019. Yeah, and, Sorry, and don't wait. If you, if you figured out in July, I needed to change yeah, something. Yeah, start then. Don't wait until January. <laughs> Jesus, people. Christ. It's like, the gym is miserable for the next six weeks with these people. Uh-huh. Like, for where sure. were you on December 29th? You knew you needed to lose weight then. Why wouldn't you start then? Yeah. No, I'm Come on, the fatty. First. I want to use the bench. God damn. And, and then it's a bunch of people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh-huh. And they take forever. Like, come on, just move out of my way. <laughs> One of my Christmas gifts that Andrea got me was a Peloton treadmill. Uh-huh. 
And I love the Peloton bike. I use the Peloton bike all the time. And one uh-huh. thing about the Peloton bike that upsets me is it's always a peppy wo- woman. It's always mm-hmm. a peppy female who's like the 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 teacher or whatever, the instructor that day. Right. And you're seeing their legs move doing whatever they're telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't act winded at all. Right? They're speaking clearly into the microphone. They're talking CGI. about... You, well, so it's like, all right, they just obviously have no resistance on on the flywheel. Yeah. And so, uh-huh. like, you know, they're, they're just, even though it looks like their legs are moving, whatever, you know, they're obviously, if they're able to have this conversational kind of tone, mm-hmm. they're not huffing it, right? Right. So the treadmill is the same thing. Oh. Except on the treadmill, you can see these women running. And they Uh are running at like six, seven miles an hour. And they are literally talking with you like this. There's no sense of being winded or anything. And I've been watching them for 20 minutes. And it's still the same. (laughs) Who are you? Who are you that's that cardiovascularly in shape that you can run at a six or a six and a half mile per hour on a treadmill and not be winded? It's crazy. It, I, I literally despise them, and I'm simultaneously enchanted by them all at the same time. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know how it's even possible. Um, but it's super cool. It's a great treadmill. We had it put in. Uh, we had it. It was delivered the day before Andrea's mother got here to spend you know a week and a half at Christmas, uh-huh. and it happened to go into the room that she was staying in. So we had it here for a week and a half, and I couldn't use it oh. uh, because her mother was in there, and I feel bad because it's got a big belt on it. You know the, the like belt that you run on, uh-huh. and it's a big thick rubber belt. Sure, and that entire room smells like a discount tire. Because oh of that yeah, belt. I felt yeah. really bad. <laughs> Oops! I was like, uh, here's some candles to light in there, so it doesn't smell. So now it smells like a vanilla discount yeah. tire. Is yeah, what it yeah. smells like in there. It still smells like rubber. I um, love the smell of vulcanized rubber. It's just, I kind of do as well. Yeah, it's a little gasolineish. Like a little yeah, hint of yeah. gasoline is good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, right behind my yeah, ears. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like a like a uh, like an eau de toilette. That's right. Uh, so if you're any of you are uh, are looking for some workout equipment for your New Year's resolution, um, the New Year, New ch- You, New Year, New You, <laughs> check out check out some Peloton, um, either the tread or the bike. The bikes, man, that the, the bike is a bitch. That bike mm-hmm. is the, the, some of those workouts are killer. I did one the other day, like mm-hmm. a high high intensity impact tr- the H I I T, where you're like 30 seconds on and 10 seconds off or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, what my ass, man. But it's great. It always feels good afterwards. Yeah, always feels good. Um, I've got a crazy. I, I would I'd say a crazy Reddit, but it's just it's very typical us Reddit. Yeah, I, <laughs> the new normal. <laughs> it's very typical. It's 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 a just, we've answered this question 11 times out of 55 56 episodes whatever number we're uh-huh. on um this is just the first sort of iteration of this commer- or of this of this po- of question yeah. this post um so it's a little different but it's little. uh it yeah. it's a, it's along our theme <laughs> this is i'm gonna try to get through this lance good luck reddit user paintballers <laughs> with two z's at the end 
which of just course. that username is just makes everything come into focus. <laughs> it does. It's just really, it's just it satisfyingly makes everything fit together, and it makes you realize that sometimes stereotype stereotyping can be a good thing. Like <laughs> the reason stereotypes exist is because a lot of times they're right, and this is just square in that. Uh-huh. Reddit user Paintballers asks. FAP after wisdom teeth? It's the second day the wisdom tooth extraction. So I'm sorry, it's the second day following the wisdom tooth extraction. I had them out yesterday and had all four removed, but I read that I read that I can't FAP because it would rise blood pressure and potentially cause complications. Is this true or can I just beat my meat? <laughs> So for the uninitiated, Lance, because I feel like we may have some users who don't know what FAP means. There's a good chance. (laughs) Maybe. Might you enlighten us? Um, FAP is the um, vernacular that the internet has adopted to to describe the, uh, I I believe it's the sound that one makes when uh, masturbating. I, that's an eloquent way of describing that, Lance. This, first off, before we jump headlong into this uh-huh. poisonous member, um, I should give credit for uh, finding this Reddit uh, to uh, one of our great listeners, Sean. Um, Sean has sent me a couple of Reddits uh, over the past few months, and nice. they are always great. So thank you so much for that, Sean. Um, We've had questions about lots of different sex acts that can be done after some sort of oral surgery. Uh-huh. Um, and this is the first time I believe we've had somebody ask about self-love during oral surgery. I, I think that is correct. First self-love question. It is the second day. You're posting this on a professional person's or on like a a group where professional people read it. Could you not like use a word other than an urban dictionary word? That's my first like one. Just say masturbate. Like, Uh so uh, that's the first thing that I think when I like, why couldn't you have just said, is it okay for me to masturbate? I just have my wisdom to that. But no, you had to say FAP because you wanted to, you wanted to come onto this and say well, FAP. That's it's, exactly it's how, like why this is. When we were in sixth grade and we finally had the sex ed and we had to, to respect people's privacy, we put questions in a hat and the teacher pulled that question out of the hat and would read it and of course we only I hope it wasn't someone's hat that they actually wear because that hat is cursed that hat I don't believe in ghosts or spirits or the right. afterworld right. but that hat has some bad juju to it it's tainted yes, you know the, tainted. The, the movie The Conjuring uh, that was about like the the Warrens um did you ever see that movie? I, I never saw it, no. Okay, so they, then they, like, it's now a series of them uh, okay. where they, like, made the one about the doll, Annabelle, and it's, okay. so it's, like, its own sort of um, cinematic universe, right? Gotcha. Uh-huh. This should be the next movie in that cinematic universe. It's, like, <laughs> someone buys a hat at a garage sale, and it just happens to be the sex ed hat from when Lance was in middle school, and it's just, God, it just brings horrible luck to whoever, whoever yeah, wears it. That would be about right. Yeah, we, we so wrote questions in there just so that we Tell me about make- the hat. <laughs> Where did this hat touch you? No, the, the, it was always questions we wanted to get our teacher to say out loud. Yeah, you know? right. 
So, so what did you get her to say? Oh, I don't even God, That was, what, 40 years ago? Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't re- You had sex ed in sixth grade? Uh, yeah. It was with Mrs. Ernst. Wow. Yeah. So wow. It was, uh, I think it was more of, uh, like, body development. Not so much how they work together. But I think it's yeah. more of your body's going through changes. You should be aware. This is one change. And uh, would, would this have been around the time that the song changes would have been like <laughs> it could have been popular? Yeah, I feel like it might have been around then. Yeah, that should have. I don't know if they could have gotten the licensing on this or whatever, but that would have been like a nice sort of theme song to play as the yeah, teacher exactly. enters the room. And okay, kids, we're going to talk about changes. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, <laughs> Wait, let me. Go, I got to look up and see what's what year that song came out. Because I just feel like we need to go back and yeah, and, and make and, and make this happen. Seventy one off a of hunky dory, so nineteen seventy one. So no, I'm not that old. I was born in seventy. Okay, I didn't get the so talk. So the song was out though, but it was out. Yeah, yeah, it was out. Okay, all right. So this could have happened. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think this person asking about FAP, uh, they were just trying to... Um, yeah. But I, I like the response, second one down on the in, when you sent it to me. Just just don't come in your mouth. <laughs> that's always a rule. Like that's, I feel like that's an unwritten rule that our society has that should be, just don't, don't come in your own mouth. Um, uh-huh. Another t-shirt. We can get Clint on that one, too. <laughs> it's the second day, so... I have a conversation about vigorous things. I have a conversation about things that raise blood pressure. And that's uh-huh. typically how I word it. I don't I, I don't outline all the things that may uh-huh. raise your blood pressure. I just say anything that can raise your blood pressure. Uh-huh. Don't do that for a day. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't do that like the day of. Because I don't want to pack you with gauze and have you stop bleeding and then go home and do anything that may raise your blood pressure, whether that's sexual intercourse with someone else, mm-hmm. whether that's getting on your Peloton treadmill or bicycle, whether that is uh, being chased by a bear, which is always what they talk about when it's like fight or flight, like sympathetic uh-huh. response. It's always a bear. What, right. what did bears do to deserve this? Uh, it's always you're walking men. through the woods yep. and encounter a bear, and that's adrenaline. It's, it's always a bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything like that. So, but after day one, man, fap away. Yeah. I I really think that some of these people just enjoy coming into this domain Mm -hmm. where there are lots of professionals and just throwing shit against the wall. Yeah. That's really what I think this is. I don't think it's shit that they were throwing. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me think of... uh, was the movie Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins? Silence oh, of the Lambs. Yeah, uh huh. It's the worst. That was Jesus. Yeah. Um, let's look into paintballers. Um, oh, who would have guessed that they'd have a lot of posts in the subreddit about paintball? <laughs> oh God, I can't believe there's a subreddit about paintball. I mean, like, of course there is, but Jesus, let's yeah. look at this. Let's see how many twenty three thousand subscribers to the subreddit of paintball. Dentistry has 27, so at least we're beating paintball. Thank God. All right. Have you ever had a paintball gun? I have not. I hear they're fun. Uh, people talk about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, but, I... like, 
it's fun for like, all right, I'm going to go for an hour and do this to fill an hour. This isn't what my life is about. Like so much so that my screen name is paintballers. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just a weird, it's fine and all, but I, it's really getting into, I I think some people are getting into something that's weird. I think people like to obsess over things. And so, uh, cause I knew a guy fine with that, but that's just a weird one. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't because I mean, that can get really expensive, and I've seen some people lay down some heavy cash and uh, to have the, all the gear, and they go out all the time. Like it becomes expensive. Okay, so they posted something in a separate called DMT. Huh. Okay. Like, like um, I'm trying to remember my NATO alphabet. Um. God, what is NATO for D? Let me see here. Delta. Delta, yeah. Uh, so Delta Mike Tango, DMT. Hmm. Age to try DMT? I'm currently under 18, but I've done a lot of research on DMT, and I'm interested. Is it harmful if done on a developing brain? I know I'm going to get the wait till you're older. You need a stable mental state, but I'm just wondering. Let's, I don't know what the hell DMT is. Shit, me neither. Dimethyltryptamine. What the hell is diethyltryptamine? Is this like a... Huh. I guess it's like acid. Let's, yeah, let's check it out. Instead D-M-T. of lysergic, it's dimethyl. Dimethyltryptamine is a tryptamine molecule which occurs in many plants and animals. It can be consumed as a psychedelic drug. It has been historically prepared by various cultures for ritual purposes as an uh, entheogen. Huh. Rick Strassman labeled it the spirit molecule. DMT is illegal in most countries. Yeah. Here's a headline on the internet. A DMT <laughs> trip feels like dying. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> I'll have three. <laughs> Jesus. So does dentistry. Working at dentistry for a day feels like dying. Uh-huh. But instead of snorting DMT or whatever, just come to my office. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is weird. I've never heard of this. Huh. This is strange. I never thought I'd be the age that I would get to where I wouldn't have heard of a drug, but here I am. Huh. Oh, that was 60 vape something thousand of- subscribers. I guess everything's mm. just vape now, right? I just guess any so. drug is vaped. I guess. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. Here here does anyone believe in any conspiracies? Surrounding why most people don't even know what DMT is. Um, huh. I don't know if it's a conspiracy other than just like, I'm not that versed in drug culture, Holmes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the. Oh, man. Is that a conspiracy? <laughs> Weird. Okay. Yeah, lots of stuff of paintball and psychedelic drugs. And it's any wonder that this person wanted to know if they could masturbate after they got done with their wisdom teeth. Like, uh-huh. literally, this is kid in his mother's basement yeah wow L- least of your worries dude fap away yes. go, go, go nuts buddy <laughs> something tells me even if we said no absolutely not something tells me that wouldn't have stopped you anyway <laughs> christ well lance i think that's just about do it probably should <laughs> 
Uh, I think it's. I gave you my song last time because I hate yeah. Christmas music. I think uh-huh. that's right. Yeah. You know, there's a good. It's a good thing that there's only one New Year's song. And it's yeah. that stupid all lang son, whatever. Uh-huh. How do you say that? All lang syne? I don't know. Is that what it is? Whatever. It's, it's something like that. It's a dumb song. Yeah. Anyway, so that's not going to be the song today. I'll nope. guarantee you that. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Um, Homie, don't play that. I'm, yeah. No, I don't, I don't do that. That conformity crap. <laughs> um, let's uh, let me hit the, the, the final notes here. Gotcha. Um Share with your friends. Hopefully you have a demented, uh, depraved friend that you went to dental school with or practice with. Maybe a specialist from two towns over who refers you other dentists <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> can, uh, can, would enjoy our show as well. Um, so pass along. That's how we grow the show. It's the same way you grow your practice, by word of mouth. Um, so rate and review us as well because that always helps. So whatever app you're listening to this on, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, what number do we like, Lance? Fan of five. We love five. If you're flicking through the pod bean, flick five stars. You can hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. So far, so good. There you go. One, a new year, new me, Lance. New year, new me. I'm not going to say <laughs> www anymore. Um, you can hit us up on all the social bullshits. Uh, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance on Facebook, Twitter, at Winterferences, Instagram, Wait, no. Did I say at interferences? I don't know. It's at winterferences. I wasn't listening. Yeah. No way, right? <laughs> I wouldn't either if I were you. Instagram at winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at drtimmermandmd. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Uh, my song today is a song that pops up onto my Pandora at the office. It's got a little like Motown feel to it. It's got a. Um, I, I don't know if it's an old song or a new song, but it sounds like one of those songs that like could have been from 1973 and could have been from two days ago. Okay. Um, so it's it's just a great um, it's a great kind of soulful, um, jazzy Motowny song All right. um, that I'm trying to look up and see when it came out. It came out in 2015. All right. When you hear it, I think you'll be surprised. It's it's kind of a timeless sort of deal. Um, it's uh, by a guy named uh, Leon Bridges. And the song is called Better Man. So I guess if I had a goal in 2018, it would be 20. Jesus. <laughs> this is the problem with changing years. Can just we just have up. the same year just over and over and over? It would just make everybody's life much easier. Do you oh, remember man. when everybody used to bitch at, on January 1st about like, boy, how many months is it going to take me to write the right year on my uh-huh. checks? Huh? Yeah. I guess that's something we don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody writes checks anymore. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I guess if I had sort of a goal for 2019, it would be to try to be a better man. And uh, so I think this this fits. Good luck so, with that. Um, new year, new me, right, Lance? Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, send, send us in your VOD questions, workingyourfriendsisgmail.com. Um, this show is going to be great because of you guys, and, uh, and we need your help. Um, so for Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. A better man to my baby. Give mm-hmm. me all good love. I was singing with them Jezebels under perfume sheets. Mm-hmm. Got a golden smile, heart overflowing, but kind of sin low. 
wasn't enough. What can I do? What can I do to get back to your heart? I'd swim the Mississippi River if you would give me another start, girl. the morning, but baby, you're tender, love's when I'm longing, baby, please, I'm down on my knees, baby, ooh, I thirst for you, girl, baby, I'm running to you, well, what can I do, what can I do, to get back to your heart, I'd swim the Mississippi River, if you would give me another start, girl. Mississippi River, if you would give me enough start, girl. 